Bills, Jets, week one, 1 p.m., CBS. This is Mad Men Sports coming at you live from Buffalo, New York. It's Buffalo Bills football time, baby. A lot has gone on over this past year. None of it good. But now, we all come together as one. Bills Mafia. Diamond Dave, what's going on, man? You excited about football? It all starts tomorrow, Thursday. It does. Very days of the year. exciting. Zach, you got to be shaking in your boots, man. I, I can't even sleep. I, I haven't been able to sleep last Sunday. I can't do it. I, I can't sleep. I'm too excited. This is... This is what we live for. This is what we. This is why we do what we do. We do it for the Buffalo Bills Week One. Going, going here, going roll, rolling here. This is this is what it's about. No preseason. We're going in dry. No right preseason. Now. Going you, in dry. You got Stephon Diggs, the huge acquisition for the Buffalo Bills. You have the huge two-headed monster in Zach Moss and Devin Singletary and Josh Allen, trying to put everything together. Long ball. Intermediate past, trying to get that accuracy up. It's important for him. You don't have much time for jo- if you're Josh Allen. So you have all the weapons. You have John Brown. You have Cole Beasley. You have Stephon Diggs. You have a young tight end in Dawson Knox, and a offensive line who is starting to build some chemistry Keep together. Do They've the been whole a roster. couple years. You got a D line. I mean, all of the important. We, we haven't had this much. Of a complete team in a long time. In a long time. So it's been a while. It's yeah, been a while. Let me let me list every player. Because they're all important. They're no, all gonna make a no, huge no, contribution. No, no, no. No. Listen, they all are important. This is this is the biggest week one. And like actually biggest week one in a long time. And it's the most random week one. I obviously have my own personal opinion about this game. We'll get into that a little bit deeper in the show. But I think that this week is such an important week. You got to get off on the right foot. You got to get all the hiccups out of the way. You don't have, like you said, you don't have time. It's it, There's no, no dress time. rehearsals this year. You are in the thick of it. You drop the first three games because you're unprepared. You're already 0-3 and you're probably on the outside looking in for the playoffs. Just off the bat right there. This is the most important beginning of the season ever in Bill's history. I'll say that. Definitely. We have a medical team. We have a Kevin team. <laughs> Dave, what do you think about What's this? What's your guys' week one memory of all time? I was thinking about this earlier. I, I, I think it's this one right now. Yeah, I'm it's living definitely it. not last year's Jets game or two years ago's Jets game. I did I did like, I will say this. You, you guys know, are too young to remember the Patriots game when Sam Adams ran the ball back. Oh, no, I remember. I was that. at a Zebs when I was watching that. I remember. I miss Zebs. I, I will say that the, in my most recent memories... I did like that Percy Harvin touchdown against the Colts. You know, me and Chris oh, were sitting Rex right in the front row there. First game as a yeah, it, it was a big move. You know, they had LaShawn McCoy, his brand new offense. They had Percy Harvin, Sammy Watkins, Robert Woods. They had, they, you know, Tyrod Taylor running the show now. I, I loved that game. That was a great game. Obviously, the rest of the season and the rest of the Rex era didn't pan out. I, I'll tell you, it won't be the Nathan Peterman game. <laughs> yeah. The, you know, that one was... Uh, Fred Jackson stiff arm game against the Bears. The Bears overtime. overtime. I like that. Uh, who's that? Chris Conte. The season, season sucks. Chris Conte. Yeah. Yeah. I got a great memory, dude. There you go. Now, David, 
the NFL had ranked the Buffalo Bills defensive backfield as second in the league, just behind the New England Patriots. New England's got a hell of a backfield. Let's talk about the 2020 Buffalo Bills defense. What is What are your expectations for this year? Well, you look, the only thing that's player-wise that's changed really much is Lorenzo Alexander. You know how I feel about Star. I'm not even going to mention him. Lorenzo Alexander. And not, then he mentions him. He mentions him all the time. Not being there. And you, you replace him with a guy that used to play for the Panthers and the Saints, A.J. Klein. Um, mm-hmm. So the kind of give and take there. Lorenzo has the leadership experience. Klein's probably the better, more productive player. We'll see. Which Sunday. Tremaine Edmonds has stepped up in that role, that vocal leader. You lost Shaq Lawson. You lost Jordan Phillips. But. You do add. That was my next topic. Mario Addison. The defensive Quentin line. Jefferson. I think. You know, I I don't know. I think the '85 Bears recorded 78 sacks in a season, which is the all-time record. It's good to hear your real voices. I think. <laughs> I think the Bills could rival that. I think this defensive line is going to be a beast. This defensive line is going to be a monster. I think AJ Epinenza. I know I'm, you guys look at me as the old negative guy. That's not true because I think Epinenza is going to be the defensive rookie of the year. Early prediction for me. Also, I think that Mario Addison's going to – he's consistently getting 10 sacks. I'm still on the Trent Murphy train. Jerry Hughes is looking to get a playoff win. This defensive line is going to be hungry. This defensive line is, I think, the best since the year we had Mario. Kyle, Jerry, Marcel. All those guys I can't remember, yeah. Hey, Dave, fun fact. Do you know Trent Murphy had the most defensive line snap counts Last year, sixty-five percent. If I'm sixty-five percent on the team or league, on the team, on the team, obviously, sixty-five percent. He got the most out of the rotation last year, which is interesting because when fans look at wanting to cut Trent Murphy, they're just looking at the money aspect. But he played the most on the defensive line. I know they're heavy rotation, but it's interesting to see that Trent Murphy does get the bulk. Of the play on the defensive line. It's really creepy. Could you get that off the screen? Sorry. Oh, it's just the Josh Allen. No, actually, you don't even baby. know about this. So the Buffalo Bills put out a tweet saying, I, I, "I'm gonna stop you there." I know I don't have Twitter, but I am well aware of it. If we get five thousand yeah. retweets, we're gonna make Josh Allen's. Yes. Creepy they did it on Instagram face. too. Fifty thousand likes. They get it. They got it. They were at fifty-eight last time. I. It's it's really rather it, peaked uh, at it. NFL Network was covering it too today. Covering it. Really? That's terrifying. That just shows you the lack of sports calling. They're ready. Right now. <laughs> They're ready for week <laughs> one tomorrow. That's for sure. Covering a stash conversation. But that uh, here we go. Back to Stefan Diggs. That stash picture comes from Stefan Diggs' Instagram. And, you know, that was kind of like uh, Kimberly Jones from NFL Network was uh, during the interviews today with Stefan Diggs because you know how they do the webcams now. Mm-hmm. Um, he She asked the question, is she surprised how fast the chemistry between Stefan and Josh came along so quickly? And he goes, I'm not surprised at all. You know, we spend every minute we possibly can together. We're doing Call of Duty. You know, he he doesn't know who's better. He said, you know, one of them's already getting out of the gulag. He said he didn't want to mention names. Yeah, they're always playing Call of Duty. They're they're doing the duty. Doing the duty. Warzone, baby. Yeah. Or... And even Warzone. What's that? Cargo? What's that? Oh, Shipment. 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 That That's a great one. is out of pocket. That's one of my favorite maps of all time. You spawn killed it. No, Rust. You can't beat Rust from Rust Modern Warfare 2. I hated that game. The whole game I hated. No idea what you're talking about. It's Call, Call of Duty. Duty. Look it up. But listen, I'm excited about the chemistry because, listen, it took, you know, maybe four or five weeks for Cole Beasley to really get in the swing of things with Josh. 
And, you know, obviously he really turned it around once they did get in the swing of things. He became, towards the end of the season, the kind of the go-to in certain situations. Josh, John, Josh and uh, John Brown really didn't take much to get off. So being able to get Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen on the same page immediately, that is huge. Definitely. And you were talking about kind of we're starting to get more interviews. I mean, we're starting to become a vocal point of the NFL. The NFL has taken notice. Media has taken notice. We're starting to see the national power rankings. Hard to not take notice, that's for sure. Kind of reflect those things. Now, we did no worse than the top 10, which I think being ranked at the top 10 with this team is kind of ridiculous. NFL.com had the Buffalo Bills ranked at number six. CBS Sports ranked at number seven. ESPN ranked at a very disrespectful 10 for me. Uh, out of those three spots, David, where do you think we fit? Where do you think we should be? For the sake of having this conversation, I, I think the Bills are probably at the 10 spot. We haven't we have a good team on paper. We haven't proven a damn thing yet. So I'm not going to get mad over our power ranking. So you think I think us at six would be us would be the third AFC team. Only the Chiefs and the Ravens would be in front of us. In my mind, in my perfect little world, I think we are the third best AFC team. But I agree. again, this is all on yeah. paper. I, I think the Chiefs, the Ravens are better than us. But like we still have the Titans and the Steelers and we the Texans who are still both last year. True. good. But we get a chance to beat them again, that's for sure. Indeed. So yeah, I, we haven't proven a, a damn thing yet. We just are we're good on paper and that's fine. We can have this conversation and extensively have it in four weeks. Right now, yeah, we haven't. I don't care where ESPN what they think of me or, or us. Zach, I don't think the ESPN opinion? thinks much of Dave. I'm going to be honest. Diamond with you. Dave, we're ranking him at number twelve for Buffalo Bill podcasters. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a good personality, not the best. Um, not the best. The takes. maniac guy is pretty up there. No, he's not. We're kidding. <laughs> Anyways, Ugh, he's no, balding. Who's the maniac? Guy? Don't worry yeah. about it. Doesn't matter. We're joking. We were joking. Another podcast? Yeah, no, we're, he doesn't exist. We were joking. That, that's a made-up figment of our imagination. No, I think ten is actually right in line. Really? Listen, the NFC is stacked. They have, you know, regardless, the Vikings are still good. I don't know if they're ahead of them or not. I don't look at the power rankings too often. San Francisco, great team. Kansas City, good team. Baltimore, good team. Those teams are ahead of us. Buccaneers, they have hype in power rankings. They're going to be ahead of you. I think 10 is probably, you know, maybe they're better than the Cowboys, but on paper right now, the Cowboys are, you know, they're selling tickets. I mean, and literally. But, in in yeah. my mind, and this is a, a side conversation for a different world, the NFC West, all four of those teams on paper belong in the top 10. The NFC West is stacked, and I would hate to – we are playing them this year, but I would hate to play them twice. They're definitely not better. They're, they're def- the Rams are definitely not better than the Bills. So just for that's that's a hard knocks. A quick 15-second thing. Uh, number one's Chiefs, two Ravens, three 49ers, four Saints, five Cowboys. That's a little high for the Cowboys, I'd say. Eagles, Eagles. is way too high. See, that's Eagles something too high. Yeah, that blows my mind. The Eagles should not be at six. Cowboys belong there because who they who are they playing? Cowboys didn't make the playoffs last year. No, and then in in an eight and eight Eagles team did injured. Yeah, both of those teams are too high. Seattle definitely up there. Tampa Bay definitely. You know, Mike Evans with a little injury though. I saw. I saw. Patriots not. Man, see, fuck these power rankings. I'll say it. They should be at a six. The Bills should be at a six. Yeah, the Patriots. Looking at the teams in front of us, the Rams are eleven. Patriots could take a bite of my ass because there's not a single person on the team that scares me. See, I don't even understand how they made these. Do they just throw darts? Exactly. 
Oh. So we should definitely be a six. Patriots make ESPN money, so. But let let's stop talking about the national media because we all know the we Bills perform better when the national media is against us. Let's talk about week one. New York Jets, Adam Gase on the hot seat. Jersey Sam Jets. Darnold. He's been on the hot seat since he got hired. That guy's awful. He's been on. He's, yeah, His he is, is so the definition. That, to the left. To the he's left. the definition of hot seat. You have Sam Darnold drafted the same year. Josh Allen. You could say friends. They're friends. Sadly, they are. Two wildly different positions on different teams bills set them up to succeed the jets not so much you have a lot of injuries at the wide receiver position you have Le'Veon bell who's a former shell of himself oh easily i mean i had Frank him on my Moore. fantasy team last year let me tell you Le'Veon bell is nothing to be worried about listen he's gonna catch his two yard passes but then the Bills defense, we know what they are. We know that they're a ball-hawking defense. They're going to 11 guys, 11 hats to the ball, as coaches always used to say. I'm not afraid of Bell. I'm not afraid of Frank Gore. And apparently, Frank Gore is the better of the two in camp. Now, if that's true or not, I'm not worried about a, a team that has running backs being their best offensive weapons. I do believe that Sam Darnold is a good quarterback in this league. Mm-hmm. But let's start with the Bills. Where what do the Bills, David? What is your biggest key to this game for the Buffalo Bills? Well, we can sit here all day and say Bills are better than them. The Bills are clearly better than them. But none of these teams have actually played game time in a year, so there is going to be some sloppiness on both sides. The thing that concerns me, if I was a Jets fan, is they lost C.J. Mosley, one of the probably the, at the time last year, probably the best linebacker in the AFC East. That's a big loss for them. So what I think, and I'll talk about this in my game predictions, is there's a huge hole up the middle. Uh, the only one that scares me on the Jets isn't even a player. It's Greg Williams. Greg Williams always has a good defensive job. But they lost a lot of players. That defense of backfield is just a sorry excuse. Jamal Adams, they don't want to be good. This team's in the running, and I don't think they should be, but I'm pretty sure this team's in the running for the Trevor Lawrence or the fields for Ohio State guy. I this team does not scare me. And I know I'm usually the, oh, you guys aren't being realistic. I think this game's going to be a, just a sloshing. I, this team doesn't. The only thing that concerns me on this team is the Greg Williams defensive coordinator. He always has a good scheme planned up, but that doesn't even bother me this year. Yeah, I think it's super important that the Bills just put together a complete game, which historically they've had trouble doing. Last year, Josh Allen against the Jets week one, two interceptions, Two fumbles. May it be, C.J. Mosley was at the hand of basically all of those turnovers. Isn't going to be an issue. The defense still is very elite. Trey White was the highest paid cornerback in the league for a very short amount of time. But he's going to have to show that. Levi Wallace is going to have to play fantastic. Got your hands on your hips. You're doing a little... I'm Pow-wow ready to go. Right you told me to be excited. He's I'm excited. Wow. He's like, these Jets can't hold our jock. And I don't disagree. They can't. Listen, yeah, I, when you guys. I, you go. Devin Singletary is going to have to have a huge game. I'm, His I'm, first game of the season last year as a rookie, four rushes for 70 yards. Let me give you this one. Ready? Uh, listen, I agree 100%. The only one on the Jets organization that you should be scared of is Greg Williams because he's the only one with the pedigree that deserves to be, you know, trifling. Like, he shouldn't be the only one that has you shaking. 
but he doesn't have the weapons. He doesn't have a defensive back that's depleted. He's got brand, his best player is the guy that hasn't even played a game in that system yet. He's got linebackers that no one even cares about. I think that this team could lose to the University of Buffalo. I think this team's bad. And the, on the same note as their defense being weak, their offensive line is still not good. They're starting a rookie left tackle in Beecham. Beckham? Beckton. Yeah. Beckton. That's what it is. Mikel Beckton. They're starting a rookie left tackle who hasn't seen a preseason game. Is that who they drafted this year? Yeah, in their mm-hmm. first round. Their first round left tackle is starting. Hasn't seen an actual rush in the game. Mario Addison, Jerry Hughes are going to be rotating on him. I, I, I don't know how many sacks I'm going to predict, but I, they're going to have every teen off on him for the first time in his first you know professional game. When you guys are going to have a tough game, dipping your hands in your salsa and chips and whatever this weekend, watching the game and enjoying yourselves. Remember, I said their linebacker core is going to be run all over. This team is just not good. It's going to be one. Sorry, like I said, there is going to be a lot of sloppiness. But the That's Jets just going to be par for the course. Now, now you say Devin Singletary is going to have a game. Yeah. I see your Devin Singletary, and I raise you. Zach Moss gets the most carries. He gets the most carries, most yards. He gets 100 yards off of no. 18 carries. This so would be the week to do it. I mean, it would be because he's got a terrible. He they need to run him in the ground. They need to get his feet wet with the NFL for the first time. And you know, I'm not going to get too far into the predictions, but I I think that Singletary does have a key part. I foresee Zach Moss being a more important key because I think they want to get their, his feet wet a little bit more. A, a quick factor in the game Sunday that we're not talking about is it is supposed to thunderstorm, which typically equals out to a run game. But Le'Veon Betts, we haven't even mentioned Bell. He still doesn't even scare me. No. I mean, Frank Gore. He used to run all over the Bills in, in Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. He would just... He was so patient, and it was so frustrating to watch teams play against there. him. He just sat there. Well, it he, was ridiculous. He is always known for catching his three-yard passes and running for seven, but he catches like 20 of those a game. I don't he's think he's doing that do anymore, that. though. But if the, the Bills are going to probably bring in Poyer or Hyde to just be one-on-one with Bell all game, he's not going to get Hire shit. Hire Poyer. Yeah, it was throwback. Yeah. <laughs> so. For the fans. You didn't actually say it. It's okay. Okay. We were just kidding. But Listen. I, I I love the keys of the game. I, I think the Jets are weak. I don't want to get too far into the predictions, like we said. I, I, you know, there is a lot to digest here. The bottom line is, I do think it's going to be a sloppier game than we would normally see in Week One. I don't expect a ton of turnovers because I think the Bills are going to err on the side of overly conservative because they don't want to have you know sloppiness. They don't want to start the season. Like I said earlier, it's an important week. You are much better than the Jets. But you don't want to have turnovers and sloppiness be the difference maker to have the Jets in that game. So I think they're going to be overly conservative. I think they're going to do short, quick passes. They're going to do what they know. They're going to go to their bread and butter. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's definitely what they plan on doing. And then I think you'll see them open it up slowly over the course of the season. I think we're going to see a very dull Bills offense in the beginning. Interesting. And it's going to be important for the defense to keep the Jets' offense to third and long last year specifically i know different years but they were one for six on third down and plus 10 yards total for the game was seven out of 17 so it's going to be important to kind of keep them at a distance when it comes to third down and as you know bills last year were one of the best teams in the league from third and long so it doesn't matter where the bills are on third down statistically they've been very good on third down yeah and almost to play in the whole play conservative thing 
I think they play so conservative that it'll be almost beneficial to the team that there won't be fans in the stands because I think fans would boo because they're going to be so conservative. They're going to you run think? on third down. I think they're going to play it safe this game because I think only thing that matters coming out of this game is you know getting your first hits into the season, getting your feet wet, take your licks, secure the win, and move on. I, I think it's that simple. You just get everyone's feet wet. Feet's wet. Feet wet. Feet's wet. You get your, their feet wet. You get the points. You get the win, and you get the hell out of there. And then you slowly build it up. I, I, listen, I don't want a slow game. I want 500 yards from Josh Allen. But I think that's just the easiest way, and that's the smartest way I think teams can move through this. Well, the one concern I have for the Bills, if there was any, was the defense is still, I think, top three, maybe best in the league. I think they're Trey definitely in the top two. Trey White's got a lot two. to prove out there. Sign his contract. A lot of people are going to be talking, criticizing every move you make, which is fine because I think he'll shut them up. Uh, Josh Norman, the outside cornerback position outside of White. Uh, I hope this isn't a lingering issue all season. Hamstrings are very – you guys all know how hamstrings are. They can linger all season long. I don't so think there's a need said, for him to play this week. Well, yeah, I don't think so either. But that being said, Levi Wallace – should rival him and take that job. He's got a chance to. I think he played very well last year. Listen, he was a starting corner on top three defense. If we have to play Levi Wallace in the position, we'll be fine. Oh no, you're starting a, a good and corner. Segue to that is, I think the best receiver. I don't uh, Crowder doesn't scare me at all, but their best receiver. He Perriman, ate last year. Perriman's probably going to be questionable. So he's I don't questionable know if he's with a knee injury. Even play this year. The only really healthy wide receiver that is a name Chris is Chris Hogan. Hogan. Chris Hogan. And, you know, the Jets wide receivers are, you know, as you guys spoke, bare. We have Crowder, who I believe is practicing with a hamstring injury. He does have a hamstring injury, which, like we said, we know how those are. He ate last year. I believe he had like 10 catches for 99 yards last year in week one against us. He will be the go-to dump down guy for Sam Darnold. Now, Perriman ended the season hot with Tampa Bay last year. Because, you know, Mike Evans, as you mentioned, he's, he's kind of out a little bit. He, he ended the season with a hamstring injury. Perriman stepped up, and he was, you know, he was a fantasy, you know, idol for, for most people. So I don't think they have a ton. And Denzel Mims, their second-round pick, he only has two practices. Yeah. And they're not going to throw out a rookie who, without preseason and only two practices to play. So I, I think the Bills really have a very easy time with this. Yeah, I don't know what Eric what Adam Gase kind of thought this offseason would go. I mean, he let go Robbie Anderson and Demarius Thomas. They think since this was such a very deep wide receiver class that they were going to have their pick of the litter A or just grab a whole bunch of wide receivers. I mean, Denzel Mims, sure. He's a great pick. He's a great player. But you're definitely giving up way more than you're kind of picking up. Baylor. So I just don't know where you're going. And I think if – it doesn't play out, as Zach says, where it's going to be very conservative, very ground-oriented. The Jets' defensive backfield is just demolished. Depleted. And the Buffalo Bills wide receivers, Stephon Diggs, Gabriel Davis, John Brown, Cole Beasley, you four are going to have great wide receivers. a field day. I mean, we look at the starting cornerback, Pierre Diasir, whatever his name is, doesn't matter, Dyson. allowed five touchdowns with a 64% completion and allowed 616 yards five last touchdowns. year. Blessed Austin, I think this is his second year in the league, let up 265 yards in seven games, 23 completions, 62%. His name's Bless. Bless Austin. You better go to church on Sunday. Exactly. These cornerbacks, the loss of Jamal Adams... 
Stephon yeah, Diggs I, is going to eat all day. You're definitely. I mean, he was the defense. Greg Greg Williams made Jamal Adams a threat in the middle of the field, on the D line, in the linebackers, in the defensive backfield. But now you lose a guy that versatile. You have McDougal, who you traded for. He's going to be formidable. He's going to be a good safety for this team, but he's not going to be nearly what Jamal Adams was. Jamal Adams, product of LSU, you know, he was, I don't think he was defensive player of the year, but he was pretty damn close, and he definitely deserved it. But he's not as nearly as versatile, and that's a huge problem. I mean, their, their defensive line's awful. They're starting Quentin Williams, who's in a second year, and his first year was nothing to write home about. Henry Anderson, who we know, we spoke with Sal Capaccio about, he's the one that gave that cheap shot to Stephen Hauschka not too long ago. And, you know, I mean, their linebackers are awful. Avery Williams, I know for sure, Avery Williamson is not what he's supposed to be. No. They, they thought he would be something different, and he is nowhere near the level of talent that you would have liked to have if you're the Jets. And the Jets are depleted. Jordan Jenkins, I mean, in his five-year career, I I mean, I've maybe heard of him twice. I mean, let's see how many. I don't think his career numbers are anything special. He might be sub-100 tackles. I mean, let's say 2009. Yeah, I mean, in five years, four years, 151 tackles. Yeah, that's nothing. <laughs> 20 sacks in four, yeah, one, two, three, four years. That's not terrible. That's not terrible. I actually saw that and was kind of impressed. Yeah. 20, 26 <laughs> in this four years, or five years technically, but it's not bad. But listen, you, you got to do the work. You got to get there. The last two and now this offensive line for the Bills. Sorry. Now we don't really know. Let's go to the offensive line here for a little bit for the Bills. Because the depth chart came out today. We still don't have the right side of the line. Not Questionable still. So we have Daryl Williams, the product out of uh, Carolina that we all know and love. Um, we have Cody Ford. And we have the interchangeable part of Ty Nisecki. We know who those guys are. We kind of see how they're kind of rolling out there, but they don't know who's going to start there. And at the guard position, they have Ford, uh, Brian Winters, and I believe um, they're also throwing in Williams at that spot. So they don't have the right side of their offensive line really sank in yet. And I don't know if it's a game because I don't really think the game really works out that way. I don't know if you benefit from having the game work out that way of mind games. But as long as they know and they trust the guys, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I mean, it might even just be a week-to-week decision. We don't know what Cody Ford is. We saw him last year struggle heavily with moving hey, his feet, the that. speed of the game. You. He's going to block you. That's fine. Let him block me. me. He's watching. It's fine. Dude, move your feet a little faster. Move him, move him at all. Something. <laughs> so I just don't think they know whether they want him inside, outside, or not even on the field. He did improve slightly. That's why I'm not saying cut the guy right now. Definitely don't cut him. But He's good. And he will be better. He needs to improve. I just don't think they know what they have in him. They don't know what they have in the other guys as well at starting tackle. So, did you guys see the Bills are keeping Jake Fromm isolated in case there's an emergency? Uh, yeah, I don't think that's a big story. I think that's just yeah, that's something uh, they should what probably it, uh, do. That was like that Jack Bauer show. Uh, not Jack Bauer. Keith oh, show. God. Designated Lee Survivor. Ford. Designated Survivor. He's designated Survivor for the Buffalo Bills. How about that one? You got to keep him in Environment. Top. Okay. Yeah, exactly. In case something crazy happens, you need one quarterback. <sighs> that show the rest was of wild. The, I, no one watched it. That's why I, I got did. canned. Oh, that's why. I, I can't see it. It's not bad. You, right, even, you thought it was 24. <laughs> <laughs> um, but listen, I, I, I like the offensive line. I think they're interchangeable. Now, Jeremiah... Cyril's right. Yeah, he's the guy who used to be on the team. They cut him at the end of last year. Now he predicted that it would be Mitch Morse, Quentin Spain, Deion Dawkins, real, real, real brain teasers there. And then he thought 
Cody Ford at the right guard and Daryl Williams at the right tackle. I like that. I don't hate it. I like that lineup a lot. And then Ty Nasecki will be your swing tackle and Ryan Bates will be your interior swing. I like that all the way through. If that's what it ends up being, that's what it ends up being. Well, I mean, again, on paper, we don't know a thing about Daryl Williams really, just from what the coaches say. But this is a good week to put him in there and try it because the Jets' defense, is. I don't think it's going to get much pressure. Definitely. Yeah, I mean – it's just going to be important that we get out of this game with zero injuries. Health is everything. It's not like we're playing the Kansas City Chiefs. It's going to be very important to stay healthy. Other way. Where's the rest? Hold on. There we go. So, above all else, Dave, where do you think the Bills really succeed in the matchups of the two teams? Where do you see that the Bills excel so, so much farther that it's the difference maker? Diamond Dave, excuse me. Uh, say my full name. I mean, we can. It's easy to say the receivers against their cornerbacks. It's easy to say that, but I don't think our receivers are going to be tested much this week. They don't need to be. I think our running backs are just going to run. Have just have an absolute field day over the New Jersey uh, linebackers. They just don't have anybody to stop us. I think that's. You're, you're in the film room, and I just think that's absolutely just. Exciting to watch. And no one on this team scares me. I think it's going to be important. Uh, it's going to be the defensive line. It's going to be that left tackle who they're going to be just slaughtering all day. They're going to get Sam Darnold. He's going to throw picks. People are going to know why Trey White was the highest paid cornerback for yeah. a week. <laughs> Start the Bills defense this yeah, week. I don't, That's my fantasy tip for you. Yeah, That's I the mean, Richard Perks Trey, fantasy tip. Trey tips. White factor, sure, but I don't even think we even hear his name because he's just going to shut down Crowder. I bet you he gets two picks. He's going to prove. Because they're going to be trailing. They're going to be trying to throw back into the game. He's done not being talked about. Yeah. This is his defensive player of the year campaign right here. He's taking it back because he deserved it last year. He's taking it back. He's going full force on this one. No, we have a lot of uh, crow to eat if we end up losing this game. You know what? I and I thought about it. I absolutely will. Hell, I won't podcast again. I'll quit. If the Bills lose this game, it's you two guys. Because I, I don't want any part of it. Chill, dude. I know our job is to hype up the team, but we have a Listen, man, the, apology to write to the Jets. I don't have an apology to write. The Jets suck. They've been sucking. And they're not going to be any better this year with all their injuries, all their problems, and the Bills, who are a Super Bowl contender. They got exponentially worse last year, well, and they, they weren't great last they year. They want to be. I don't think they want to be. Wanna be. I really don't think they want to be. I think, I think they have Adam no Gase choice horrible. because their best players want to get the hell out of there because it's an awful environment. Adam Gase is a cancer to the team. True. Absolutely. Now, Jake, where do you think your matchup, where do the Bills and Jets completely have a huge separation in the matchups? I think it's just going to be the Bills' defense versus the Jets' offense. Absolutely. You have Sam Darnold, who may be a good player, definitely kind of gets rattled, sees ghosts. I mean, there's if we had a counter, that would be hopefully the only seeing ghost reference. But he has no one. He has Le'Veon Bell, Frank Gore, and a whole bunch of no-name wide receivers. I just think the defense is just going to maul the New York Jets. Yeah, I would say the D-line versus their offensive line is really where the separation is really going to sink in for this team. And I think that the – you remember – I hate to go back to this again in one podcast, but you remember the Nathan Peterman Baltimore Ravens rain game? 
where they threw Josh 47 Allen to three or something. Yeah, I think that's kind of the similar situation where they can't get the ball out of their own hands. They, they're struggling to move the ball. I think it's going to be a very similar situation because that game was 100% won in the trenches. And I think that this game is going to be won in the trenches. I know that's such a such a over-the-top blanket statement, but I think this game is won in the trenches 100%, especially with starting a left tackle. I, I, a rookie left tackle, nonetheless. So this is your favorite part, Dave. Give me some predictions. Throw them at me. What do you got? And don't wait. Comment section. We still have that thing. We're still waiting on it. This is the one. You have two. You had two of them. Yeah. I'm trying to give away both. If you guys guess the score of this game correctly, we will send free freight this ball to you. So drop a score prediction in the comments. Mystery autograph. If you're right, it's both of them are mystery autographs. One of them's really good. But how many 22s have they had? (laughs) This one is very simple you comment what you think the score will be we you get it right we will send it to you, you only get one guess we did it all last year no one got it's it. a hard game to play but we're playing so dave what do you got prediction is going to be bills 38 jets six players of the game are mixed it's going to be singletary and moss because they both got 100 yards i actually think Allen probably gets about 70 himself even though i you know i don't like when he does that uh, I just – the Jets are a good team to practice on this week, and next week will be a good team to practice on too. I think our running game is just – I think Singletary and Moss might be the best tandem in the league. I know that's early to say, but definitely they're going to have a very good game and a very good – they're going to give a lot of film for the Dolphins to watch for the following week. I think our defense is just going to be outstanding. I, I hope Levi – I want Levi Wallace to step up and take the job from Norman. I want him to – succeed for the next couple weeks that he's going to be in the game because I, I don't think Norman's going to play. I think it's going to be a lingering issue. So I do want Levi Wallace to step up and just absolutely shut down Perriman, whoever he's up against, whether it's Crowder. But I think the players of the game is going to be Moss and Singletary, 38-6, and Diamond in the Rough is coming back Sunday. Jacob? 35-0. to zero. Stephon Diggs is going to have two touchdowns. Gabe Davis, Gabriel Davis, is going to have 100 yards. It's going to be a fantastic day to be a Buffalo Bills fan. 100 yards for the rookie. I like that. He's been very promising, and we're going to be talking about him a lot more this coming season. I hope so. I had another prediction I just thought of, too. Whatever. Say it. I think that Joe Flacco gets into the game. I think Jake Fromm's going to get into the game. He's the designated survivor. He's not going to be at the stadium. (laughs) Bet. (laughs) All right. All right, Zach. Prediction. All right, my score prediction. I've been saying this for weeks. I've been teasing it on the podcast, the show in front of the stadium, the show the week before for cutdowns. I think the Bills are benefiting from the Jets being awful, and they're going to be able to use this game as a glorified preseason game. They are going to be done by the halfway of the third quarter. You're going to see the backups in. I, I don't think I think we see more of Yeldon than we do of Singletary this week. I will say that this game is now. You don't get brownie points for scoring a ton. I say this game is way closer to 27 to 3. All right. And then one little game that I want to play. Let's and I a, think that Taron Johnson has a field day going against Crowder. Let's take a guess here. When was the Buffalo Bills' last 50-point game? Oh, man, that's a good one. Last 50-point game. Dave, you can guess first. No, uh, you go first. No, I'll I need you, a minute to I'll think about it. I'll give you one hint. AFC team. Oh, good. 
That narrows it down to 15, not 16, so thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I don't know when it was, but I'll predict the team. Sure. Probably Bledsoe, right? I'm going to say against the Chiefs. Oh, shit. That's a great call. Trent Edwards against the Chiefs. It was like 56 to 3. It was 54 to 31 against the Kansas City shitty Kansas City Chiefs. And for the record, I did not look at in that. In 2008. I didn't either. That's all. a good call. 2008, Trent Edwards. I remember that. I was doing homework during the game. It's been 179 games since the Bills have scored 50 points or more. That's okay. Who was the quarterback that game? Look that up for me. I bet you that was Trent Edwards. I remember What, what was the year? 2008. So it could it be Lossman Trent, it or Trent. Trent Edwards. Or Kelly Holcomb. No, it was definitely Trent. I remember Trent Edwards going off in that game. I think he had a rushing touchdown even. What do we got here? I know Robert Royal was on the team, wasn't oh, he? That's a throw. That might be J.C. Lossman. That might be Lossman then. No, Trent, Trent Edwards. Edwards. Did he have a rushing touchdown? Let's see, Trent Edwards had 273 yards, two touchdowns. Look at Lynch's numbers. 79, 20 carries for 79 yards. I don't know how None we got so many touchdowns. those are really that impressive. Chan Gailey Our was defense in must have tore it up. No, Edwards did. Yeah, Tyler Thigpen was the quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. I think in the fourth quarter, Trent Edwards had a rushing touchdown. Third, fourth. Yeah, no. I'm actually really impressed. I knew that without even looking. A 17-yard touchdown to Showman. He didn't run one in at all? I remember him running in something. Pass to Josh Eric Reed. I remember just Trent Edwards having a great game. Right end to the five. There we go. I it's remember. Third quarter. I, I remember he had a rushing touchdown, and I remember exactly he dove in. I remember. Yeah. I remember that. I appreciate Dave's help on that. That was a good assist. We'll be doing that. I don't know what to call it now. Maybe Madman by the numbers. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> it's the new Madman by the numbers. Guys, thank you for like joining and subscribe, us. Subscribe. Drop your prediction. It's going to be a very Twitter, fun year. Go Bills. Twitter, Mad Men Sports, Instagram, Mad Men Sports, Facebook, Mad Men Sports, Mad Men Sports everywhere. Go Bills. 1-0 against the New York Jets.